I'm Alexander Garrett, and welcome inside to another edition of Keeping It Real with Alexander Garrett. Um, renegades, yes, there have been a lot of them up on that uh, Democratic stage. We'll get to a couple of them now. But but it shouldn't be renegade-like to also give you some insight on what's going on with the border from the U.S. Customs and Border Patrol. But apparently, the media didn't want to talk about that or didn't want to cover it. But yes, Mark Morgan, the CBP commissioner was at the senate this week we'll get into that in a minute but let's first hear from a renegade at this year at this week's democratic debates i want to bring the conversation back to the broken criminal justice system that is disproportionately negatively impacting black and brown people all across this country today now senator harris says she's proud of her record as a prosecutor and that she'll be a prosecutor president but i'm deeply concerned about this record There are too many examples to cite, but she put over 1,500 people in jail for marijuana violations and then laughed about it when she was asked if she ever smoked marijuana. She blocked evidence. She blocked evidence that would have freed an innocent man from death row until the courts forced her to do so. She kept people in prison beyond their sentences to use them as cheap labor for the state of California. And she fought to keep cash bail system in place. So that's all pretty incriminating stuff against Kamala Harris. And and that voice was Tulsi Gabbard. Tulsi Gabbard, one of the few renegades this Democratic debate week. And, and why does she stand out? Because by the time that was done, she was trending, number one trending on Google. Talk about a disruptor to the norm of the Democratic debates. Talk about someone who, who really... Well, they said, you know, why is she not calling us out a war criminal and all that? But she really came to to play. She came to the debate to play. And so I want to give a shout out to her on this podcast because, yes, yesterday she was a renegade. You, you don't you don't uh, you don't trend on Google for nothing. You trend on Google because you spoke out about truth about one of your uh, of one of your opponents. That's why you trend number one, and that's why she was for a while. It wasn't the Biden-Harris show. It ended up being the Tulsi Gabbard-Harris-Kamala Harris show. Very impressive showing by Tulsi last night, and she deserves uh, a, re- a, you know, a mention to kick off this Keeping It Real with Alexander Garrett. Because this is going to be a disrupting podcast today, especially. Because the culture today is telling us, let's just listen to what AOC has to say. Let's listen to what Rashida Tlaib and Elon Omar have to say. Culture and society today doesn't want you to hear from Mark Morgan, the commissioner of the Customs and Border Patrol. Oh, what's that, right? Like, why shouldn't we patrol and protect our borders? But no one will, no one, unless you really researched it, unless you really went on cspan.org, heard something like this in the entirety of this border crisis. The men and women of CBP are not running concentration camps, making those in our custody drink from toilets, nor denying them access to toothbrushes. That is simply not true. This is the kind of irresponsible rhetoric that they have to endure from both the media and even some of our own congressional leaders. It's unjust 
and does nothing to bring us closer to resolving one of the most divisive issues that we face in our country. No, unfortunately, I didn't hear that uh, testimony trending anywhere. I didn't hear Mark Morgan's, uh, maybe on AIM 970, but I didn't hear. I didn't hear this testimony from CBB Commissioner Morgan saying that that's not actually happening. Saying that, you know, the, 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 the congressional members here are making it worse for the border crisis. I have not heard anybody really mention that part of it. I've not really even gotten to hear from Mark Morgan about this until Tuesday. Yet, you may not have heard about it elsewhere because you're not either tuned in enough or you're just, the media just doesn't want you to hear that there are blatant lies going around by these four congressional uh, women for uh, blatant lies. But you know that there's also been dousing of cops in the city of NY, in the NYPD, in the city against NYPD cops. You've heard about this, right? Yesterday, the debate de Blasio has been hounded about the non-firing of it, Pantaleo in the Eric Garner case. Officer Pandaleo. But this comment by Mark Morgan should represent the entire attitude of the normal, level-headed American. The demonizing of law enforcement professionals must stop. These false, misinformed, and overheated attacks are demoralizing and serves to further deteriorate the public's understanding and perception of what the true issues are and what needs to be done to end this crisis. We should be coming together to focus our efforts on the real enemy, the cartels and smugglers who make billions of dollars at the expense of an extremely vulnerable population while exploiting the loopholes in our immigration legal framework to facilitate their operation. Now, if I were running for Congress today, if I were in the state assembly trying to get a bill passed to decriminalize, to to criminalize, sorry, to criminalize the dousing of cops, the assault on cops, I would want this statement that led off this whole commentary, this statement to be on every ad. The demonizing of law enforcement professionals must stop. It should stop. That's the point. We level-headed Americans listening to this podcast need to understand that there is a demonization. If you don't see it already, well, now you should. If you don't see it through the cops being doused by water, well, now you should see it. Because that's what it is. They're demonizing the cops. And it comes from the debate stage where we had de Blasio uh, not too long ago say, you know, there has to be some some accountability to the cops. I have to teach my son how to walk down the streets every day. Really? That's what you're going to say about your own NYPD, Mayor Bill? That's what you're going to say about your own NYPD, Mayor de Blasio. What you should be saying is what Mark Morgan said when referring to CBP officers. The demonizing of law enforcement professionals must stop. That's the point. That's why I'm fired up to come on and podcast with you today, because there has to be a conclusion, an ending to all of this anti-cop Rhetoric, this excuse, well, not excuse, well, I mean, de Blasio and O'Neill have been very, very forceful about the dousing of cops, but perhaps not enough because it still keeps going. 
So we don't need lip, limp-wristed responses to the whole dousing thing. We don't need, when someone's wearing cop, cops or pig socks, them to be defended. We don't, we don't need those people wearing those socks to be defended. Because they shouldn't be defended. They are just demonizing the cops. And you know what? You'll see a cop at NY, in a TD bank or something like that. Those people are real people. They have lives. You talk about, on the left, how there has to be humanity on this earth. Humanity for those crossing the border. Humanity for those in the detention centers. Well, what about humanity towards cops? What about letting cops do their job? What about letting CBP do their job? What about letting ICE do their job? Maybe ICE... I don't believe ICE is thugs. Maybe they have some bad apples in there. I don't know, per se. But on the whole, Mark Morgan is right. There has to be an ending to the demonization of cops. And you probably didn't hear that on your 6 o'clock nightly news, on your 11 o'clock news, maybe just on C-SPAN if you happen to tune into it, or go on their website, cspan.org. Highly recommend it for a totally, totally different opinion. So, just just know that if you don't speak up about the dousing of cops, if you don't speak up about what's going on in the city towards cops, then you are indeed furthering the demonization of them. If you do not speak out about how an actual memorial for CBP cops that have been killed. Killed, I'm telling you. Those memorials have been desecrated and totally tarnished and, and just totally vandalized. Then you are part of the, demoniz of the demonization of cops. Don't be that way. Follow up closely. You love law enforcement? Show you support law enforcement. Part of that is actually speaking up against what's going on towards our law enforcement. Part of that is speaking up about what's actually going on and playing clips like Mark Morgan's testimony in the Senate. That will disrupt the cultural feeling towards not only the border, but cops. Playing these two cuts back to back, I'm going to play it to you once again, should be a staple of, of, of what you wanted of, of your defense of law enforcement like I'm trying to do here. The men and women of the are not running concentration camps, making those in our custody drink from toilets, nor denying them access to toothbrushes. That is simply not true. This is the kind of irresponsible rhetoric that they have to endure from both the media and even some of our own congressional leaders. And for those who say, oh, don't blame AOC for this or don't blame Omar or Tlaib or Ayan, uh, don't, don't blame any of them, then you are indeed furthering the narrative that is just, according to the CBP, Mark Morgan, false. False, false, and more false. And this statement should really be played over and over again. This statement, uh, right here by Commissioner Morgan. The demonizing of law enforcement professionals must stop. And this also includes 
speaking up when a NYPD cop or any cop around the country kills themselves. If you see a department with low morale enough to get, you know, kill, have police officers kill themselves, you have to speak up about that and say changes must be made to these departments if we're going to be successful as a country. I saw a very disturbing video the other day in which the NYPD officer got his thumb jammed in the trunk of his car, uh, of his police car, and some guy trying to take it over. I don't understand how this is being allowed, how this is being accepted, how this is acceptable in this country. I don't get it, ladies and gentlemen. Keep it with Alexander Garrett, Alex G. NYC. And by the way, if you don't believe what Mark Morgan said, then why did you believe, if you're on the left, why did you believe everything the Obama administration said? Why would there be a double standard? Oh, we don't believe what Mark Morgan says. Well, why demonize then those who didn't believe what Obama and the Obama administration said time and time again? See, if you believe one side, one administration, then best believe that indeed there are no concentration camps at our border. The men and women of CBP are not running concentration camps. See, if you believe in Obama that we had to do a whole claims court that Iran was owed those pallets of cash, if you believe the whole you can keep your plan, and I'll get to that in a second, uh, then you should also believe what our government's telling us about the current border crisis. These CBP men and women are working their tails off day and night to not only keep the illegal immigrants here and the undocumented kids here safe while they find situations for them. In fact, let me play that cut. Do you know that there are 300,000 as of October 1st? And did you also know that we're actually helping them? Over 300,000 children have entered our custody since October 1st of last year. These numbers are staggering, unprecedented, and have overwhelmed every aspect of our border and immigration enforcement system. We at CBP, at DHS, we are comforting infants. We're taking the sick to the hospital, averaging over 800 hospital visits per day. You think we you make that up? We're our medical care, ensuring children are provided medical screenings. We're building soft-sided facilities to provide a more adequate environment for families and children, costing tens of millions of dollars per month to operate. We are providing food, clothing, and other basic necessities. You think he'd make that up, everybody? No, he wouldn't make that up. I trust the CBP commissioner. I know there might be rogue cops. There might be rogue ICE agents. There might just be rogue people in these law enforcement places. But overall, these are genuinely, genuinely good people protecting our border and genuinely good people protecting our cities. So let's once and for all stop the demonization of the cops, as Mark Morgan so poignantly said this past Tuesday. The demonizing of law enforcement professionals must stop. And it starts with us. It starts with us because we know our politicians, unless you're President Trump or on the right, we know our Democratic politicians are not going to stop. They may say they want to stop. They may think they're stopping, but they're not stopping fueling these anarchist moves of dousing a cop, fueling the fair evasions even, back, dating back to that.
There is no law when those governing the law say there's no law. Because people will say, that okay, there's no law. I can fervate, I can douse cops, I can do this, I the other. And that is the demonization that we're seeing right in front of our very eyes. And if you have a family member who's a cop, hug them close tonight. Hug them before they leave the job, before they leave for the job site. Hug them tightly. Because we don't know what crazy-ish is going to happen if the Democrats do continue to demonize everything about law enforcement. We still have a chance to keep law in order. Let's take our do our part to keep it in place by playing audio bits like this from Mark Morgan. And I know you're probably tired of it, but I can't get enough of this. The demonizing of law enforcement professionals must stop. And it starts with us, ladies and gentlemen, level-headed Americans that aren't going to scream, three million deported under Obama, blah, 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 that aren't going to scream that. But actually, do work and make sure that the cause is fought for. On both keeping the immigrants, illegal immigrants healthy, empowering them to legalize, and getting out the bad ones, the really violent ones that we still have roaming on this, on, on this uh, soil, on our soil. But no one will tell you about that. This is why this podcast today, especially I feel, is a disrupting podcast. No one else will actually play this audio bit that I have dug up as well from the debates. L- listen to this exchange between Delaney and uh, Bernie Sanders. I believe it's John Delaney and Bernie Sanders on the debate stage about Medicare for All. On the Medicare for All, the hospitals will save substantial sums of money because they're not going to be spending a fortune doing billing and the other bureaucratic things that they have to do today. Second of all, maybe you did that and made money off of health care, but our job is to run a nonprofit health care system. I want to hone in on that last part because this is kind of where we are seeing the Democrats go. And I have a question for you tonight on Keeping It Real with Alexander Garrett. Do you honestly feel that when Bernie Sanders says this, a nonprofit healthcare system, a nonprofit healthcare system, and that we have to run it? But our job is to run a nonprofit healthcare system. Does he mean as as a country or as the government? Because if he means the government, and I tend to think he does, then we're in trouble if a really progressive Dem gets elected. We are. We are in big trouble if we're going to give government control to someone who just wants that, who doesn't want the free market, who doesn't want free health care, uh, who doesn't want health care to be competitive and a choice for us to get our health care where we need it. We should be very afraid of that mentality. Should we not? Should we not be afraid of what Bernie Sanders admitted to, admitted to, on Tuesday night? But our job is to run a nonprofit healthcare system. I really don't think he means the country. I think he means the government has to run this. 
And we all know that government-run institutions have backlogs. As they said today, they said last night, and Bernie Sanders said himself, we have to get rid of the backlogs for illegal immigrants and their cases and their asylum cases. Well, do they also realize that healthcare, Obamacare had backlogs for every state under the sun in this country? Do they realize that? Do they realize that government control on every aspect of our life is not good? We have to disrupt that flow. Because right now the flow is, let's just do everything we can to get a Democrat elected in 2020. I pray when the polls do come out about these debates that Democrats say, well, I think they're too far left for my taste. I hope that happens. Because... If not, that voice, that little voice that's become a big voice in the House of Congress is going to get bigger and expand more. Thank God Tiffany Caban did not win the Queen's DA. That's how infiltrated they want to become on the local, local, local level. They want to infiltrate. She had AOC's backing. They want to infiltrate every city position no matter where they are. Every borough position no matter where they are. And that cannot be allowed. And I'm glad Melinda Katz fought it. I hope everybody that loses to a progressive, possibly to crooked activity, fights for a recount every time. Because that's how you disrupt the flow that this, this country's going through. See, people say, oh, well, I'm not for AOC. Well, how, don't you, how come you don't call her out when she says... Things like that they're in the toilet and they're doing this, that, and the other at the border. And then proven that's not true. Why don't you, if you truly are against the progressive, progressive left, why don't you continually call out de Blasio for actually saying there should be less deportations? There should be more people out of jail. There should be more people afraid of cops. How come none of that gets called out except on conservative circles? This should be not conservative ideas. This should be an every American's idea. You do not demonize the cops who are trying to protect us. You do not, if you love America this much, back someone who has such a progressively left-leaning thing. It's unbelievable for county district attorney. You don't do that. If you love America, you shouldn't consider yourself a conservative or a Democrat. You have to consider yourself at this point common sense. Because that's what will protect us. Because if we let any extreme get too much hold, then we will not become a country anymore. See, I don't believe in condoning the sender back chance. I also don't agree with Omar said something. Uh, people did something on 9-11. Some people did something commentary. I don't agree that uh, with Trump on some of the tweets he does. But at the same time, I don't agree with how the left reacts to it. You can disagree with both sides. And that might be common sense. But please, in this, in this 2019 world, 
don't agree with everything the Democrats are saying. And then bashing Trump when he says something much more sensible. Sensible. Because that will also doom our country. And I don't want our country to be doomed. I want us to be a thriving, a peaceful, and exciting, a cultural, a societal nation. And that can't happen if we allow too much to go down in this country. If we allow too many people to flow over without any, 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 any check and balance. then we will not be the country we once were. If we let people just go on the streets after being sentenced to, you know, crimes that are heinous and violent, then we are not doing this country a service. If we block evidence, as Tulsi Gabbard claims and says Kamala Harris did, to let a man who should have been free to go to the chair even that's not good either we have to be done with the dirty tricks our nation is running out of time for that and why do I say running out of time because let's say a democrat an extreme democrat does somehow absurdly beat Trump then we're definitely out of time so we've got to uphold this country uphold the skeleton of it by clapping back at those that want to ruin just the skeleton of America at its core. Let's keep America the spine. Let's keep its spine together. Let's keep its core together. Let's not, once again, let's not demonize our men and women in law enforcement. The demonizing of law enforcement professionals must stop. Thank you, Mark Morgan, for that very sensible commentary on this very day. We can't have it. And I certainly won't let it happen on Keeping Real with Alexander Garrett. If I have to be a disruptor to the cultural feel, if I have to be like an airplane when I vo- when uh, when the woman gets punched out for complaining and, and saying, you know, being told, get a hold of yourself, if I have to be punched around because I'm standing up for what's right, I will do that. I have to do that. Or it'll be just one less voice fighting to keep the backbone, the, the spine, the, the true culture of our society, which is inclusive. But we need to exclude those who have done extreme harm, those who want to come over and do harm, And most importantly, those who want to take advantage of our system. That has to end. And I'll make sure it does. Somehow, some way, I will continue to use this podcast. Not just as a fun place to talk about things, but also a place to really change the mainstream narrative. Which somehow has become totally, totally backwards. We have to move forwards, and being backwards isn't the answer. I'm Alexander Garrett. Keep it real. We'll talk to you soon. Alex G in NYC is my Twitter. Alex G in NYC is my Twitter and my Instagram. Sorry.
Alex G in NYC is my Twitter. Alex G in NYC is also my Instagram. Alex G I N N Y C. Have a great night, and we'll talk to you soon.